As the world becomes more polarized and distorted from reality, Big Red for America breaks down a new concept, value, or debate so you can better understand the history and facts. Using historical data, basic logic, and common sense, we supply honesty and clarity around today's political topics, value sets, and cultural discourse. This is the Big Red for America show. Last week, President Biden announced that he was mandating vaccinations for many Americans. He repeated that he firmly believed that a person has the right to do what they wish with their own body unless they don't do what he wants. And then he can tell them what to do and use the full force of the government to make it happen. After attempting to sue the state of Texas for their new, quote, repressive abortion law that, according to him, breaks a sacred control a woman has over her own body, it seems like the next logical step for our president would be to force other men and women to get a vaccine, possibly against their wishes. But what do I know? Maybe I'm not woke enough to ignore logic yet. This is Big Red for the Big Red for America show. Thank you for tuning in this week. On September 9th, President Joe Biden announced that he was going to use the Department of Labor and Occupational Health and Safety Administration to make new rules mandating that all employers who employ over 100 workers would have to force their employees to get vaccinated or show weekly negative COVID tests. Here's the president announcing this new rule. I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. Some of the biggest companies are already requiring this. United Airlines, Disney, Tyson's Food, and even Fox News. The bottom line, we're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. It's very authoritarian if you ask me. In fact, the president even admits as much in the next clip taken from the same announcement. It's not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. Now listen to that. He said it's not about freedom or personal choice. Essentially, it's about protecting others, which is very interesting. Biden only seems to value personal choice when it's choices he agrees with. You're free to choose to get vaccinated, but if you choose not to get vaccinated, then he will make the decision for you. Remember, President Biden is currently suing the state of Texas over their abortion law because it restricts a woman's right to choose. But the same week, he will force over 80 million Americans to get a vaccine. Biden doesn't value personal freedom, or at least he only values it as long as he agrees with the choices, which actually means he doesn't value freedom of choice at all. When you have double standards, you actually don't have any standards. And it's sad that more Americans can't see through this political charade. The White House isn't just stopping there. No, 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 no. According to the White House, Biden's plan will require, there's that word again, require 17 million healthcare workers to get vaccinated, regardless of whether or not they participate in direct patient care. According to the White House announcement, they say, quote, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services is taking action to require COVID-19 vaccinations for workers in most healthcare settings that receive Medicare or Medicaid reimbursement, including but not limited to hospitals, dialysis facilities, ambulatory surgical settings, and home health agencies. 
This action builds on the vaccination requirement for nursing facilities recently announced by CMS and will apply to nursing home staff as well as staff in hospitals and other CMS regulated settings, including clinical staff, individuals providing services under arrangements, volunteers, and staff who are not involved in direct patient care, resident, or client care. So there's that word again right there. These requirements will also apply to approximately 50,000 providers and cover a majority of healthcare workers across the country. Some facilities and states have begun to adopt hospital staff or healthcare sector vaccination mandates. This action will create a consistent standard across the country while giving patients assurance of a vaccination status of those delivering their care, unquote. So beyond being very authoritarian, it's also completely unprecedented. While many healthcare providers are forced to get vaccines to work in healthcare settings, patients do not and should not know the quote vaccination status of those delivering their care. Plenty of nurses choose not to get the flu shot each year. Why should a patient know that? Should I know or do I have the right to know if my waiter at a restaurant has been vaccinated against smallpox, chickenpox, rubella, hepatitis B, and the flu? Do I need to know my server's disease history? No, that would be unreasonable. There is a risk associated with every action and with participating in society. Such mandates like these are built on the faulty premise that we can somehow remove any risk from the world and that safety should ultimately be our highest goal. These are both impossible and unreasonable and will result in an authoritarian government that's all too happy completely running our lives. Biden's new rule will also require large venues like arenas to require either proof of vaccination or negative COVID tests for entry. Once again, just needlessly authoritarian. These mandates are a complete 180 from last December, where Biden said that he would not mandate vaccines, even if they should become available. Here's the clip. I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. Notice how he said in that video that he would also not mandate mask wearing. And oh, how quickly that changed. Tucker Carlson also put together a truly great clip of all these leftist clowns agreeing that COVID vaccines shouldn't be mandatory. And here's a clip from his show. Can we mandate vaccines across the country? No, that's not a role that the federal government, I think, even has the power to make. We cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. It is a matter of privacy to know who is or who isn't. No, definitely not. You don't want to mandate and try and force anyone to take a vaccine. We've never done that. We don't want to be mandating from the federal government to the general population. It would be unenforceable and not appropriate. We see here in the video, Joe Biden again, circle back, Pisaki, Nancy Pelosi, and even our Lord and Savior, Anthony Fauci, all agreeing that vaccines should not be made mandatory. Power-hungry Pelosi even acknowledged that it wasn't within the purview of the, of the federal government to do such an action. The question is, what changed? Looking at the numbers according to the CDC, cases seem to have spiked in early September. But new research is saying that many new Delta cases are asymptomatic, and that many of the new hospitalizations are either asymptomatic or not related to the reason why they're in the hospital. According to The Atlantic, 48% of unvaccinated patients in the hospital right now are, have either asymptomatic cases or mild cases. This number increases to 57% for vaccinated adults. 
It also suggests that looking at the numbers of just hospitalized COVID positive patients may no longer be the golden statistic to measure how bad the pandemic is anymore. So what gives? Why suddenly change your message and force vaccinations? One thing is for certain, that such horrible messaging is likely not gonna encourage any quote, anti-vaxxers unquote from getting vaccinated. Once you force anything, those who are in opposition to it are certainly not gonna change their minds willingly, or in this case, get vaccinated willingly. In one press conference, Biden guaranteed the unvaccinated will stay unvaccinated. But then again, why is vaccinating 100% of the American population our goal? It's not an attainable goal considering we haven't vaccinated 100% of the American population against anything in the past. Such poor messaging also makes it seem like the vaccine doesn't work. I talked about this extensively in a previous episode, COVID Strikes Back. I won't rehash everything, but I'll cover some of the main points. The White House says that one in 5,000 vaccinated adults will be hospitalized with COVID, which makes the vaccine sound appealing. Then Biden says something moronic like, we need to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated, which makes it seem like the vaccines are ineffective. Because if a vaccine can't protect the vaccinated, then it's a horrible vaccine. We never try to protect vaccinated people from unvaccinated people with other vaccines, like the flu, for example. It's so backwards. The vaccine should protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. Flipping this around is only hurting Joe Biden's point. Why should someone get vaccinated if, according to Biden, the vaccine doesn't protect you from COVID, you still have to wear a mask, and you still could pass it on to others? Why force such a faulty product? I'm not even an anti-vaxxer, but I just recognize bad logic when I see it. According to the CDC, vaccinated people make up about 9% of the total COVID deaths, 8% of the total cases, and then 8% of the hospitalizations from COVID from April to July of this year. With 171 million vaccinated Americans, it seems like the vaccine does reduce your likelihood of catching COVID and then going to the hospital and dying. The CDC says the vaccine makes your chance of infection 5%, sorry, five times less likely and the chance of death and hospitalization greater than 10% less likely. So it seems like the vaccine is effective, but Biden's marketing of, quote, protecting the vaccinated from the unvaccinated just shoots himself in the foot. The aggressive vaccine mandates also reveal the tyrant that Biden really is. I'm old enough to remember the gallons of ink and tears that were spilled over Trump on how he was gonna become the next American dictator. Newsflash, Trump never tried anything this brazenly authoritarian. Where are the leftist columnists now? And where is CNN? They're just showering the president's mandate with warm praise as the government steps over its constitutional boundaries and becomes more and more like a dictatorship every day. Where is the intellectual honesty and integrity? It's certainly nowhere to be found in our establishment media. Such an aggressive move deflates any my body, my choice argument the left tries to use, uh, not just in regards to abortion, but transgenderism as well. They're setting a dangerous precedent that the government now has the ability to mandate what you can and can't do with your body. Are they really ready for the repercussions of this precedent they set? After this, the government could force employers not to pay for abortions in their healthcare plans or mandate they not pay for transition therapies and surgeries. The left has killed their own argument and no one seems to notice. They handed the federal government the ability to determine what you do and don't do with your body, but don't quite realize or are actively ignoring what repercussions could be brought around in the future. But then again, what do I know? And I think this really gets to the point of why mandate vaccines, because it's really a power grab. The government will never turn down an opportunity to increase its own power. 
The government wants to be able to tell you what you can and can't do with your body and say or what you can't say because they want power. And remember, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. If you really thought that Biden just cared about Americans and he wants to keep everyone healthy, you think he would stop illegal immigrants from pouring into the country, who are mostly unvaccinated, mind you, or require them to be vaccinated. But that isn't what Biden's plan is. Listen to Jen Psaki masterfully answer this question. It's a requirement for people at a business with more than 100 people, and it's not a requirement for migrants at the southern border. Why? That's correct. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it's just so absurd. First off, she answers a why question with, that is correct, and then just moves on. Uh, but why did she move on? It's because she doesn't have an answer. Second, Biden is going to force Americans to get vaccinated, but not force illegal immigrants to get vaccinated? It doesn't make any sense. You know, if Biden says he's going to protect vaccinated from unvaccinated and then let thousands of unvaccinated immigrants pour over the southern border, he doesn't really want to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. If he really wanted to protect the vaccinated, he would stop the surge of the southern border. Science even suggests that closing borders, both air and land, are two of the most effective strategies for minimizing a pandemic, more effective than even lockdowns. But Biden doesn't care about the science or the unvaccinated. He just wants to turn this into a campaign commercial where he can pretend he's standing up for America and for science, while behind the scenes doing nothing, or even worse, actually just making the situation worse, which is just like every other politician. Another perhaps unintended effect of Joe Biden's vaccine mandate is the effect that it's going to have on minorities, the majority of which are unvaccinated. According to the CDC, 60% of white Americans have received at least one shot. Hispanic Americans are the next largest group, with 17% of them who have received at least one shot. Then black Americans, of whom only 10% have received at least one vaccination. Then Asian at 6.1%. Then finally, only 1% of the native population has had at least one jab. Biden's mandate will disproportionately affect minorities, which, according to Democrat logic, makes it racist. A real-life example of this racism can be seen in New York City, where Mayor Bill de Blasio enacted a vaccine passport system to participate in daily life in New York City. According to Spectrum News, on August 17th, the city enacted its new vaccine passport, which requires proof of vaccination to dine indoors, go to a gym, see a movie, or go to other indoor entertainment venues like nightclubs and concert halls. The city began enforcing these vaccine passports on the 13th of September and will fine those who do not comply between $1,000 and $5,000. Beyond simply being unconstitutional because it violates the Equal Protection Clause, which I'll get more into later, it also excludes many black Americans from New York City. According to the New York Times, only about 28% of black Americans living in New York City are vaccinated, leaving approximately 1.5 million black New Yorkers unable to participate in daily life. The left says they're fighting for equity, but will act just as quickly to leave these black Americans stranded as outcasts in society forbidden to enjoy certain pleasures because of the vaccination status. My question is, how is this equitable? How is this not discrimination or modern segregation? The left, of course, doesn't have an answer to that. Or their answer is completely the opposite of what they actually believe in. The left is now saying it's a privilege, not a right, to participate in certain activities like eating indoors, or going to the gym, or going to an indoor venue, or even interstate travel. And if you want to participate in these activities, you should have to be vaccinated to do them. 
Here is a previous head of Planned Parenthood, Dr. Lana Wen, on CNN, who's educating us about privilege and responsibility. There are privileges associated with being an American, that if you wish to have these privileges, you need to get vaccinated. Travel and having the right to travel in our state, it's not a constitutional right as far as, I'm, as, far as I know to, um, to, to, uh, to board a plane. I mean, this comes off as totally hypocritical. While I actually agree with her on her point that a lot of what we consider rights are more like privileges of living in an affluent country, she's really gonna try to pretend that traveling freely within your own country is now a privilege. While I bet that she believes that free college, free healthcare, and certainly the right to a free abortion are quote unquote rights and not privileges. I mean, the only thing I'm asking for is to at least be intellectually consistent in your argument. You don't get to define rights and privileges arbitrarily. But the left has obviously has no problem with that. They at least invented that if you can dream it, it's a right logic. It's just the left can't help itself but get in its own way. And, at and it's incredibly inconsistent in doing so. But I think the greater question we have here is where do we go from here? So many patriotic Americans have not taken this affront to their liberty lying down. 21 states have already said that they will reject Biden's unconstitutional vaccine mandates. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee released a statement that said, quote, this is not about freedom is a phrase that should never come out of a U.S. president's mouth. For a fight that requires working together, a lot of cynical and divisive edicts came out of the White House today, pitting the vaccinated against the unvaccinated, businesses against employees, and the federal government against the states. The Constitution won't allow this power grab. And in the meantime, I will stand up for all Tennesseans. To be clear, the vaccine is the best tool we have to, co to combat the pandemic, but heavy-handed mandates are the wrong approach. And of course, he's correct. The vaccine does seem to be effective, and heavy-handed mandates are, are horrible and will guarantee that the unvaccinated stay unvaccinated and will just end up turning us against each other. He was joined by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who said, quote, how could we get to the point in this country where you would not let them earn a living because of their choice in the vaccine. I think that's fundamentally wrong. I do not believe that people should lose their jobs over this issue, and we will fight that. Arizona Attorney General Mark Bronovich tweeted, quote, President Biden is now taking federal overreach to unheard of levels by dictating vaccine mandates for all private companies with over 100 people, federal contractors and healthcare providers receiving federal dollars. This would be a devastating step towards the nationalization of our healthcare systems and private workforce and generally erode individual liberties. I am reviewing his outrageous actions and will take all legal recourse to defend our state's sovereignty and the rights of Arizonans to make the best healthcare decisions for themselves. Arizona is the first state to sue Biden and his administration for its unconstitutional power grab. They're citing the 14th Amendment Equal Protection Clause. For those who may need a refresher, the 14th Amendment goes something like this. All persons born or naturalized in the United States are subject to the jurisdiction thereof, are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of the citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor de deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. The argument, according to Branovich, is that the president is discriminating against American citizens by requiring them to get vaccinated, while not requiring illegal immigrants to be vaccinated before granting entry to the United States. 
Well, I personally think this is a little bit of a flimsy argument because Biden could just require immigrants to become vaccinated. Now, of course, I don't think he would do this, but I would think that a stronger case could be made by saying that the government is discriminating against unvaccinated citizens. You look at New York, for example. That way, no laws or regulations like this could ever be passed again. But regardless, it's a very good start. Now, personally, I am vaccinated. I decided by looking at the data that was available at the time and chose to get the shot. The data seems to show that they're effective at preventing COVID hospitalizations, and I think that most Americans should get it. At the same time, I respect that it's your personal choice, whatever it is, if you either want to get vaccinated or not want to get vaccinated. I think that's a sensible position to have and that many Americans could agree on such a position. My hope is that we can stand together to end the COVID pandemic without enabling the federal government to perform outside its constitutional boundaries, as it's already gotten too comfortable doing so. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Big Red for America show. See you all next week. Did you like what you heard? Make sure to tune in next week for our fresh new podcast. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, and Getter. Subscribe to our Substack for our sources. Thank you for listening to the Big Red for America show, where the opinions are always right and the facts are always cited. Hey, this is Big Red from the Big Red for America show. I just wanted to remind all you listeners out there that we're launching a new, our first season, season one, that's going to go over what it means to be conservative, about the history of conservatism from the past to the present, and even a little, just a little taste of what progressivism is. So please, please keep out for that. We'd like to be going live this month. Thank you all for your support. This is Big Red. Thank you for listening to the Big Red for America show.